Yo, what's up, TS Gang? I'm Zay. Sean. Peace. Today we have a very special guest, Lamont G. Um, Lamont was me and Sean's classmate at Roman Catholic, um, class yes, 2020. All and four years. <laughs> Lamont, during his four years at Roman Catholic, achieved a lot of accolades. But without further ado, Lamont, how have you been, bro? Hey, what's going on, y'all? I'm good. I'm good. You know, taking it one day at a time, just trying to make sure that we all good out here. Facts, facts, facts. Um, now, with the accolades that you achieved during Roman Catholic, everybody in here knows that you attend college. So, um, how's college been for you so far? And any takeaways? Yeah, I'm gonna keep it a buck with y'all. Online school sucks ass. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Definitely feel that. Yeah. That's that's my only takeaway from college so far. Other than that, being on campus is kind of cool. I was on campus for a little bit. I go to Westchester, by the way. And I was on campus for a little bit. And uh, campus life is cool, but online school is not. My neighbor went to West. My neighbor, my neighbor goes to Westchester. Interesting. Uh, so, um, anyway, I'm just uh, ignore Sean's laughter. What what was the uh we're gonna go right into um you know your senior year at Roman Catholic yeah. and um get into it because I think that was a very important year for um that I don't think people took into consideration, you know, because I don't know if that was the very first time, but it's the first time I really noticed that for the student council, like <clears throat> the student council, we had a black president and vice president. So right. and on top of that, on top of that, y'all also ran the BSU together. On top of that, time. we started the BSU together. Was, and that's exactly. So, like, Sean, yeah, Sean was there too. Sean was there helping us start. I was in the BSU, so you, but it's just, we didn't have enough time to really get stuff going because of COVID. Um, yeah, I, I can tell my, you how. Oh, go ahead. No, I was just gonna, I was gonna ask you like, what, uh, like, what made you want like get all that started? Like, what made you? Did you feel those a need like something that the school needed, or like is that yeah. something like? How, Absolutely. How you, what made you want to do that? So my sophomore year, I helped set up a No Place for Hate Club at Roman. And mm-hmm. going and starting up that, and going to all their different events, made me realize that we don't have anything at Roman for like just the black students to come together. Like we had nothing. It was like, it was an African coaches club, but nobody was going to go to that because nobody knew about it. It was ran by like some random teacher. I think it was Mr. Uh, Flannery. So nobody, nobody even knew it was a thing. Exactly. So, and if you uh, if you if you people that don't know Roman, if you know Mr. Flannery, uh, shout out to him. But uh, no, 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 yeah, not at all. Yeah. So, me, me and Lean were kind of like on two different wavelengths in terms of like starting a club. Like I already decided beforehand that I was going to start it, and Lean was like going through his whole journey of starting it. So we had both contact contacted the uh, the guidance counselor, Miss Desmond, and she just put, uh, got us on a got us on the right path to making it making it a reality yeah i remember lean telling me about it um beforehand like before it was before you got started he told me that he was trying to get it started but it was just like complications and like the numbers thing how many people would show up all that but then y'all came together and it was a lot it ended up being a lot easier when y'all just worked together with it instead of both trying to start on separate ends yeah so it was a lot of different things it was the, the fact that both of us were separate um we had mr Martino at the time and starting a club up with Mr. Martino, who was our old uh, school activities guy, starting a club up with him is, is hard because he just makes it a super exacerbating process. 
So the fact that we got a new guy in, Mr. Rad, who was cool, you know what I'm saying, just, just got things up smoothly. The fact that we had him, the fact that we were together, and the fact that it just was no better time than the present to start something like that, it just it just all worked out really nicely. Yeah. And do you yeah, think shout you, out to Mr. Rad? Do you think that uh you feel like starting that was like more of a uh, more like a cultural based thing that like you feel as though that needed to be implicated into Roman Catholic culture? Like you feel as though that like y'all should that way y'all have yeah. like some type of representation? For sure. Roman Catholic is like thirty percent black. You know what I'm saying? So it doesn't make sense if thirty percent of the population of like a thousand kids is black and then you don't have any organization set up for the black kids. Like there's a Irish, like there's an Irish cultures club, there's a Spanish club, and those are like active like they have active numbers and there's like there's there's too many there's too many of us in here for us not to have our own stake in in the school all right and um i think i think starting to be as you any school is a big thing but the takeaway of roman being 30 percent black and us not having one for so long definitely um definitely played a part and you know from our freshman year going in we had shout out to rodney who was the student body president at the time. And I think he did a really good job when he was in there. Leroy. But, um, yeah, Leroy. Ro- Leroy, yeah. my fault, Rodney. Leroy. Uh, you know, he did wrestling. He did football. He was very active at the time. Yeah, and I think, yeah, I think, I think stuff like that, starting to be as you, going into Roman. Because, you know, we only, we attract so many kids coming in in all different neighborhoods and all different environments. So when you first come in the Roman, like that, that freshman year, it's really diverse, you know? And when you when you find your click, you find your click and you hang around those types of people. And I think Roman does a really good job with that. And with y'all inviting that BSU into the program and just um giving giving us a voice, I think it's huge. And the collaboration with y'all and Hollahan and Marcella was even even better, especially with the uh the food drive y'all did with the, the flyers and all that. Yeah. That was that was pretty thorough. And a lot of a lot of people, a lot of people showed up to that. Yes, and one of the one of the great things about the BSU was that me and Lean both kind of came from like two different parts of the school, right? So you're talking, mm-hmm. I, I, so like I was in the honors program, and to be honest, I didn't I didn't see like Zay and Sean a lot in school because we had no classes together. It's the same with how they would never see some of the black kids that that exclusively only take you know honors classes. So we had two different we had two different sides of the spectrum. Just just make sure to get making sure to get everybody involved. And then I feel, um, I, I feel like, no, nah, I was about to say, I feel like not even just in Rome, I feel like in a lot of, a lot of schools, there isn't, there isn't like a sense of like one to represent like the, the school or not even just a school, like the, the students make the school and there isn't a, a big urge for representation of those who come like, who are there for that. Like if this, if there is a specific purpose for everyone being here, we should come together. And then not only will we like learn more on that, educational aspect we will also grow more with the with like an ethical aspect and that everybody could just you know take some from each other so i i, I feel as though what you did was like a was a real great thing yeah we had and when we were doing it we had like we had a good number of people coming to the meetings me included for the most part when i wasn't doing wrestling uh what was like 30 40 plus kids that came to the meetings like every time we had one for the most part yeah i mean every time we had one we would have a pretty full classroom yeah so, and diverse classroom too. It'd be a lot of black. It's usually like a lot of black kids. But it's also might be some re- like some Puerto Rican kids or some Caucasian kids, some other yeah. people just coming in to help support the um and help be a part of. 
And one thing about Roman, I will say, we are diverse, yes, but at the same time, no one is afraid to try something new. Like just because it's labeled as a black student using union doesn't mean you don't you don't have to necessarily be black to participate in some of the things we do. And I think Roman did a great job of accepting people into different um areas with open arms. So yeah, again, shout out to shout out to y'all with that. Yeah, one of the main one of the main focuses of the Black Student Union is like sort of like one of the focus of the No Place for Hate Club is like sort of to help you know prevent bias from forming, right? So we educate people. On, on black heritage and on black history, then the hope is that they can, you know what I'm saying, have some sense and realize that like it, everything ain't about, you know what I'm saying, like we ain't, every everybody isn't so different. You know what I'm saying? Everybody is essentially the same. And we all have our we all have our heritage, we all have our differences. But when it comes down to it, we the same people. Thanks. And then if you don't mind me asking, what's your uh what when you go into school now, what you uh what you majoring now? Yeah, so currently I'm an accountant major, but uh, I'm changing that to psychology. Oh, yeah. uh, Definitely. Because accounting? Not it. Mm-hmm. Not it at all. No. No. <laughs> uh, I'm happy you're in the same boat with that because I'm also thinking about changing mine too. Um, I'm doing I'm doing broadcasting, like media and media communication, and that's you know it's basically like podcast. So I see why not. I'm having fun with it. Why not major in it? So shout out to you for realizing that you don't want to do it no more and pursuing something new. Because a lot of people get nervous and scared and go undecided, but you took, I think, knowing you, I know you took consideration. Definitely a big step in uh, the right direction, especially if you don't feel like doing a major no more. But I want to bring it back to what you said earlier about uh, us not always being in the same class and being on different spectrums. Um, One of the reasons... One of the reasons we were from different spectrums is because, you know, Sean does one sport, I do another sport, you were over here. But the difference between me and you, though, you were involved in a lot more different stuff than I was. And like I said, Roman is very diverse, but the things you did and I did is something people can't do. Like, and no one, not, not if, you, if y'all didn't notice, Lamont sings, like, and plays and stuff like that. And, like, he acts in front of big crowds, and he's been doing it for years now, and he's, he's actually really good. Um, my question to you, Lamont, is um, what is it like being on that side of uh, – what is it like to be on that side? And, um, like, is there any um, backlash you've gotten from people or, you know, yeah. support or, um, you know, because – not a lot of people can step outside their comfort zone sometimes and do something that they like because they're afraid to be in judge, basically is what I'm saying. Right. So what was it like um taking on that role? Yeah. So um freshman year, I played football I played football and, and and I was just ass. Hold on, hold on once. You played football freshman year? Shut the fuck up. You were on the team with me. I, I know I was on the team. I played. I don't remember you being on the team. That's what I'm asking. Because he was ass. Like he's bro, I was there, bench. bro. Sean, mm. bro. bro, my bad, bro. Go ahead, Lamar. Go ahead, go ahead, Lamar. Go ahead, yeah, Lamar. yeah. <laughs> oh well, I I played football, but I was ass, so I stopped playing, and I just decided to do what I actually knew how to do. So, um, with that decision, it was just kind of like I I was never really too afraid to to kind of to kind of like do what I like to do. Because at the end of the day, that's, that's it's what's going to bring me happiness. So if I'm sitting here worried about how other people is going to see me, then there's a whole there's an issue right there. 
because I'm I'm sitting there making problems for myself when I don't even know what they're thinking. I can't tell what they're thinking unless they say something to me. You know what I'm saying I can't read their minds. So I'm gonna just have to go at about my business, do what I know I can do, what I know I can do well. And it was just sort of like that. In terms of like backlash, um, I mean, there were people, you know what I'm saying, who would say stuff, but then again, like I just don't care. Like I don't care what they say. And that's that's my mindset when it comes to things like that. Like when people really try and like I'm not saying like what constructive criticism, but like when people are just really just trying. You know, like bring you down. down. Yeah, just hating. Yeah. Just hating for no when reason. They, when they just hating, bro. You, it, the yeah. only reason why they hating gets validated is because you care. If you don't care, they have nothing to hate on. They can't right. hate back. Because <laughs> it's like real right. And then with like, and then one thing he definitely said that like that that caught my eye was the fact that you gotta do what make you happy. You you can't live your life trying to trying to like meet meet the standards of other people because then you'll never you'll never be happy within yourself. You know what I'm saying you you always you trying to be you trying to live your life to the betterment of others. You you never really gonna be happy within yourself. So that's one thing I'm glad that he said that because that's a lot. That's one thing that's really holding. Not even just not even just the people within this this talk this like podcast. But it's just in society in general. A lot of people are are miserable and angry within themselves because their whole life they were trying to seek the approval of others. But when mm-hmm. you do when you do right by yourself. And you do what you would like to do within your life, then that's when you like can seek true happiness. So I'm just, I'm just. That's one thing that he said that caught my eye. And I'm really like, Dad, like, like a lot of people don't notice that. So with him being able to step out on faith, that's like that because that was strict. He didn't know how he was going, like how people were going to perceive him. But it's the fact that he did it because he knew like how he felt within himself. Yeah, I agree with Tease. Like getting out of your comfort zone and being comfortable being out your comfort zone. Like what Mike been doing for like a long time and is actually mm-hmm. good at it. And like a lot of people are scared to do that. He's been doing it for the longest. Like, how, Lamar, how long you been singing? Before, even before Roman, you've been singing before that. I'm guessing. Yeah, I was singing since second grade. I was seven. That's, that's what I'm saying. A lot of people are, there might be some kids in second grade who sing, yada, yada. Then they get a seventh, eighth grade, or they might fall off high school. They're not even thinking about it because high school is high school. Everybody knows who high schoolers are. But you did it throughout the whole thing, like you did what you felt like you wanted to do. And I feel like it opened doors for you and other people around you. And like you're president for a reason. Like people are like, oh yeah, you're a good person to have up there, recognition. He doesn't care what other people think. Like he's smart about everything he does, yada yada. He's down. He's like, this is stuff that people take uh, take into account because you decided to do what you want to do. And I feel like it only opens doors when you're comfortable being uncomfortable. Because a lot of people aren't like that. They can't do what you're doing. So it just makes you just higher on the market. Girl, for real. Yeah. And, and, and a lot of things. Go ahead. Go ahead. No. Uh, I was going to piggyback on what everybody else said, for real, for real. And on top of that, it's nice to see somebody like you not fall under one category. Like, people don't just know you as the singer or the boy that does the plays. It's the fact that you branch out and you're, like, a well-rounded. You can do – because you can sing and perform on one end and then – you can go lead a group and do something right here and you start multiple projects. It's the well-roundedness. Like, you never want to go into, like, I feel like high school, everybody wants to find who they are, you know? Like, oh, I'm this person, I'm that person. Um, and when you're a round-rounded person, you start to, it's not you're not looking for yourself. It just knows who you are. You're like, you never want to fall under one category. You always want to spread it out. You want to be, you don't exactly. want to be known for just doing one thing. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, because now you have a label on yourself. And the thing with labels is when they know you for just one thing, they expect you to skyrocket to be that one thing. They do that one thing all the time. Exactly. And I'm not saying, I'm not, I'm, it's, it's just because you like having doing plays and singing doesn't mean you want to be on Broadway. Like, that's, that's not at all what it means. You just, it's just something you have fun doing. Like, you have a passion, you have a drive to do something else. You know what I mean? And I think that the way you move about and the way you carry yourself, it's nice to see that you have different personalities to your, to your, uh, to your persona, you know? So, yeah. Yeah, and, and, and one, one of the big things, um, <laughs> one of the big things about, you know, me branching out at Roman in particular is because they gave me a chance. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I didn't, honestly, I couldn't afford Roman, but Roman, you know what I'm saying? They, they offered me some money. So it was really like a big amount of gratitude. Like this, this school gave me the opportunity to make some of myself and I'll make this school the best, the best place I can make it. Like, I'm, a, you know what I'm saying, I'm going to try and do everything I can to make this, to make this environment. I'm saying the best I can. Yeah, and and I to go and not to go off topic. I was interested, like when you like when you first like originally, like when did you first originally like notice, like all right, like that wasn't like like when did you originally notice that you actually had like a talent to sing, like when did or or just like when you like what when you were mm-hmm. when you noticed, all right, like this is not just like no regular. Right, I'm singing to the song. I sound good a little bit. Like when other people actually like. Damn, like you really, oh, like you sound good. You really, you really right. got like it. One of, like yeah. one of those things, one of those moments where it was like, all right, like oh, like that wasn't just a fluke. Like he, now he, he really, <laughs> like he really sound good. So when did, like when did yeah. you have that, that one of those moments? Uh, so my grandma, since I was like three, I used to watch The Lion King. You know what I'm saying? Singing my little ass off to that shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> So, so she was like, yo, this little kid got some pipes. You know what I'm saying? So when I was seven, she had forced me to audition for an organization called the Philadelphia Boys Choir. And that was an organization that like opened up so many doors for me. You know what I'm saying? That's that's how I ended up going to Roman, because one of the directors was is an alumni and he used to teach music there. So that's how I ended up like even knowing that Roman was a school that I could consider. And we got a real so, strong alumni at Roman too. That, that. Yeah, they 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 rock for the school till yeah, the day, like to the day they die. It's, but um, when did I notice that I could sing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't I don't know, bro. Some days it's on and off. I ain't going. I ain't going to hold you. We knew though. Uh-huh. We was in school. Like we saw you about to go at match. Like oh yeah, Lamont about to go ahead. We might about to go ham real quick. Yeah, like stuff, stuff. Yeah, like stuff like that. Like you know how. You know how you know how much like, cause you know when you when it's an all boys school we are immature. Let's let's not. Oh, you get up at mass. Roman, Roman, yeah, like Roman is a good school and all, but we're not gonna act like we not boys at the end of the day. We are very immature. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, everybody is just like it's a school and it's just like we in school like where you some a place where you're supposed to be able to talk. But at the end of the day, like at some we're still like teenagers, like we were still like kids. So you gotta be you gotta realize like. You know, it's still that effect where, like, if you get up there and be on some bullshit, I'm going to laugh at you. Like, that very first, right? That very first, like, that one time Lamont started singing on the mic because it wasn't at, at first, it wasn't always Lamont, it was the other bull. And then Lamont started mm-hmm. filling in. So I was like, oh, all right, Lamont, you know what I'm saying? Because that's what he do. But other people be like, oh my God, 
And then you know them masses be long and you singing the same song. It's like, oh my yeah, God. But so everybody be, gonna have it. It don't yeah. be your fault, it just be the the vibe. The situation, but yeah, I'm up there, day, I'm up there. When I'm up there, yo, I look out into the audience and I'm in the audience with y'all. Like I'm singing, right. but I'm right there with y'all. Like fuck you, buffer, because you always you always give me the laugh every time I'm up there. Like every time, like if I just look in your direction, it's raps for me. Like, <laughs> like bro, because I would look at him, bro, and I knew he would have laughed because I know he know he up there singing for a good many. Everyone in the audience want to go take a nap, not because of him, <laughs> but just because of how long we was sitting there. Just that fat, and he would look over and be. I'd be like, bro, <laughs> you know what time it is? It's time to go to sleep. Mass, yeah, mass is not for everybody. I remember it's I not. messed him up a couple times. I you say because you start laughing. <laughs> Mm-mm. Be me. But um, since you're on the topic of singing, Lamont not only has sung for the school uh, in front of plays, Lamont actually sung at the palestra. We're not gonna yeah. act like we're not gonna act like you ain't oh, yeah. going that, to the stand. That is crazy. Wow. So for me, yeah. like to be at the age you are, you know how many people come to the palestra and watch those championship games and you to come out to sing the national anthem. That's we, you. Bro, I was, we was hyped for you too. I was there. We was yeah. Like, oh yeah. Gee. I was hyped. That was shit fire. Too. That was uh, fire. That experience is like top, top one. And it's, I'm saying, and there's no doubt about it in like my mind as like what I experienced that senior year. Just being there. It's like for both games, like I wasn't expecting to come back for the finals. I thought they was going to have the higher seed, get somebody to sing, which they normally mm-hmm. do, which they did last year when they had the girl from Bonner sing, I think. But just being invited back twice, especially for the finals, just looking around, seeing everybody there was like crazy, bro. There's literally nothing like it. Definitely, uh, definitely was like when I seen that. Definitely when I seen like a familiar face out there, I'm like, oh, shit. like that's like even though even our like we, we like weren't like like the best of friends. Always like, but I just like knowing like having friends from Roman and knowing who you were. Now I'm like. Then I see you on the court singing in front, like not even just students, like still like everybody, all these people yeah. just like like damn, like that's bit like like that's something like that's something that Lamont that you had that I know like I wouldn't have been able to do. Like cause with Look. like like my like my specialty is like I play football, but while I'm out there, like I got my helmet on, all that, like and I'm just, right, I'm nobody just, looking at your face. But you you out there, you like the center of attention. And it's all yeah. these people like and it's just a, watching. Yeah, pack, the pack place too. It's packed. Exactly. Packed. Twice and twice. Back to, like you had to go back and do it again. Yeah, and the first oh. time I almost fucked up the words. So <laughs> but 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 it get like people that. don't know that. People don't know that. See this behind yeah. the scenes. It's crazy. Uh, I was I was staying up there both times with my phone in my hand. Like word, like page on the lyrics of the national anthem, just in case I forgot him. Because I forgot him at a school event before. The most embarrassing mm-hmm. thing that ever happened to me. But mm-hmm. forgot them bitches and just kind of played it off. Like, <laughs> like, like I knew what the fuck was going on. Like it was, it was the words that I was trying to say. Yo. You try to make up a national anthem. You out of pocket. I was making up a he verse. Hum- hey, so he keep humming the melody. Isn't he? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yo, that's hilarious, yo. But what is the feeling like going in front of people and doing that? Like, do you do you always get nervous or like what is what is it like? Oh, so I'm shaking in my fucking boots every time. Um, every time, every time. Like, there's never a time that I'm not. Because when I just told you, I was I was raised up singing in a choir, right? 
And when you yeah. see in the choir, it's much like being on a football team. You're not the center of attention. You know what I'm saying? Right. The attention is on the overall product, right? It's on everybody. Mm-hmm. Now, going from that to singing by yourself is horrifying. Because you, because when you're in a choir, you can mess up a little bit. You could sing a wrong note and maybe nobody will notice, right? But when you're by yourself, you are all you yeah. have. You are the only thing that's carrying this song. If you mess up, the song is messed up. Right. No, so, I feel like I, I really agree with you because I did like wrestling, which is that's a one v one sport. Yeah, they're looking. Yeah, yeah. If you're on like if you if you're in action, they're looking at you. Nobody else. They're like there's two people on there. You versus the other person, and is one on one. And I feel like kind of how if you're to go up there like for what you did for the pleasure for the championship. It's kind of the same thing I did, like for my championship for all, all Catholic. Like it's like you're gonna you're, you're gonna be nervous regardless. And when you're when you're there, it's like, or I'm here. It's either I show out for all this like the work and preparation I put in, or I'm not gonna show out, and it's gonna be bad for me. Is you gonna do two things, bro? For real, it's like you gotta pick, and luckily you pick. You you show it out. You did what you're supposed to. You sung your song more than once. You did it twice under a big stage and that like that take like a lot because I know for a fact you was nervous there's no way you wasn't regardless yeah. if it was the second time or not you're going to be nervous just oh, because yeah. that, that's like a feeling you never could get used like that's something like you could never get used to like yeah. that's something you can't just be like or oh, I did this already like I'm not like, that's something you can never get used to but not a lot yeah, of people right. not, not a lot of people get a chance to go to the ball but when you go to the ball you got to dance you got to do yeah. that dance Regardless of how many, many games, many games you had when you get to that chip, it's that chip. Like that's the championship. Right. That's, that was like the. So now that we on the now that we on the top, have you like I got, have you ever like thought about doing anything like music wise, like outside outside of like um like going to school like like educational purposes and stuff like that? Have you ever mm-hmm. thought of like like pursuing something like music wise, or not even just like singing, but like film or anything like that? I already um, a freak on the piano. <laughs> I could play a little bit, but it is that going into music has been in my mind recently. Like uh I met I met a friend and the only reason why I haven't really pursued music too much is because one, I have a voice that's that's kinda weird. Okay, so like I've when you see most singers, you know what I'm saying, will really have like they have like all around the same range when they sing. My range is like all over the place. Okay, so I could I could I could you know what I'm saying I could go low. But then, like, I don't have anything in the middle. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't have anything in the middle where I could go high. So it's it's been kind of rough trying to find songs that, like, I can sing to. And then at the same time, I suck at writing songs. But recently, I found Ooh. a friend who's, pretty, who's a pretty good songwriter and who offered to, like, write songs for me. He's like, I'll write them for you for free, bro. I think you can make it. And I'm like, well. Ghost writer. Sometimes that's all it takes. Somebody to believe yeah, in you. Yeah. That's all. Sometimes that's all it takes. And then probably then as you go and, and start to get more comfortable, then you could probably like start writing your own songs and stuff like that. But as right now, that's some that might be the jump start that you need to get yourself on that path. Like that's, that's all it takes. Sometimes it's just yeah. that one person to believe in you and give you that push, and it's then you on your way. Yeah, yeah. I'm, and even, I'm definitely even if you don't write too. your own songs, it's like why not? Like, why not start right. singing? If you can sing, fuck, um, excuse my language, but like, fuck it, why not sing? Type shit. Like, go ahead, right. you can do it. You've been doing it for the longest. Why stop if you're good at it? Type shit. And you, and you still like, it's not like you lost the love for it. You still like yeah. it. Like, if it's one thing we, we we try to support and reach out, if you're good at something and you know you're good at it, don't waste the time. You know what I'm saying? 
or mm-hmm. pass it on or let somebody else share your dream. You know what I mean? And we don't have no and, and us at Talking Spill, we don't have no problem, you know, broadcasting or or promoting, nice. you know, that's that's what we do here. That's it's not it's not just a podcast, just right here as a family. So if you whatever whatever you need us to do, if you ever need like anything you have and stuff like that, we got no problem with promoting that and pushing that or whatever. And then we'd have plenty of people on the show that are in the music industry that could help with studio time and stuff like that. So, you know, you're you're a part of the Talking Spit family too. So if you ever need anything like that, or anybody, not even just people who come on the show, anybody that follow the page, anybody that watch this, you need anything, you can always reach out. And then, you know, that's all it takes. That's all it takes to get to where you gotta go sometimes is a quick helping hand. Yeah, my mom always just told me, you ain't never gonna get done unless you ask. So exactly. Close mouths don't get fed. Close mouths do not get fed. Uh-huh. We talked about, you know, you being president of Roman, um, going out, singing at plays, um, leader of the BSU. A lot of things these people don't do because, like, they, sometimes they get nervous or they um worry about the backlash of what other people think. The question for you is, and um, a lot of people, a lot of people in um, the, anybody can answer this, but my question for you mostly is, what is it like being labeled as different from everybody else? Because you definitely are different. You're not like, like you're not. Yeah. So being labeled as different, right? It's, it's, all right, if I'm going to keep it a buck with y'all, it's like, as much as you would think it would be like a cool thing, you know what I'm saying? Most of the times, it just kind of ends up bringing you down, right? Because, because it's when you, because it's just me most of the time, mm-hmm. like it's it's really just me all the time, <laughs> and like there there are some there are some times where I might do something and like it might seem like, you know, what I'm saying that like it might be like something that nobody else could do, but I believe that anybody could do it. You know, what I'm saying I I think God definitely. You know, what I'm saying He blessed me with some talents. He gave me some things that I'm better at than other people. But at the end of the day, I'm I'm no different than anybody else. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm still the same person that I'm saying that that was that I'm just the same person I've been since I came out the fucking womb. Yeah, this is that simple. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. No, I definitely I definitely get what you're saying because a lot like a lot of people a lot of people take the gifts that they are given and, and and try to make it seem like they're they're better than like other people or because since that like since you could do something better than others they just automatically believe that 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 put them puts them ahead of everybody else i mean sometimes it does sometimes certain gifts that you have do put you ahead of the pack but at the end of the day you still have to remember that there are some areas that you lack and also where and what you can learn from others and that that comes with just like like you like like you like to to sum up what you said just remain humble and knowing like knowing where you came from, knowing where you started from, like you said, I've been the same. You've been the same person since you came out the womb. If ever, like that, all that all comes from being humble, because you have to understand you can learn more by listening instead of talking. So if you just sit back and that you could become uh, like like they said, a more well-rounded person by just picking up something a little bit from everybody, everybody mm-hmm. that you come across in your lifetime. So therefore, you could you you had those talents, but you don't always have to put everything you got on front street. You don't have to always be in the limelight all the time. Sometimes you gotta step back and just listen to other people. That way you can build more for yourself. Yeah, and look, listen from the other side of perspective. Imagine 
imagine you you you're labeled as something that's like as something that's so good, right? And then you fuck yeah. up. Now, yeah, now no, every, no, not, fact, everything just fact. comes pressure. crashing down. Like that, on, like that like, pressure. It's, 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 it's definitely like it's 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 kind of hard right because I, I i don't really see it a lot from people like my peers per se but I, I had a strong childhood in a church right and the people at church see me as like this perfect kid that can't make a mistake right yeah. so if they find out that i do like anything wrong right i get a call from everybody in the church trying to be my parent you know what i'm saying like that's trying that's trying to like just trying to like see 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 that you know they they just treat me like they just treat me more than I feel like I should be treated. Yeah, like so everybody yeah. everybody trying to hold you up to that higher. Everybody trying to hold me up, up to a high pedestal. They're trying they, like All I right. can't I can't make a mistake. All right, but at the end of the day, you you just trying to like I'm a regular person like everybody yeah, else. You like human, everybody man. make mistakes too. So you gotta learn. I everybody think, gotta take yeah. an L at some point. But you gotta learn how to like take that L and then keep going. Yeah, you you, everyone has to take an L, but if you get past the L, then you're good. You know what? I, I like that you mentioned that and you're honest because a lot of people think that just because we're we're this one thing and we we mess up, it's the end of the world. It, it feels like that sometimes, but I think people need to step back and realize that we're human. You know, we have emotions. We tend we're gonna do things that make people mad or upset and. It's not that we want to. It's just the fact that no one's perfect. You know, everybody strives to be this, this, this well-being, this, this role model. And it's like sometimes you got to take an L. You know what I'm saying? There's a good and there's a bad for a reason. And if everything in life was going good, then should it be boring? You know, everybody has the. There's a winner and there's a loser in every situation. There's a big yeah. fish and a little fish. So sometimes it gets like that. But it's it's who it's what makes us who we are after. After the L, are you the person that are you the person that sits there and like, yo, I really just, I really just messed up everything? Are you the person that's like, nah, I'm not gonna let this label me as what it is? You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you gotta get up. It's yeah, nice. You to, got it's cool to, it's cool to. You know what I'm saying? Just relax for a little bit. Like, all right, take my time, get it together. But life is gonna move on. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sometimes when you, nobody. Sometimes when you make a mistake, you might take a step back. And then be real comfortable in the step back that you just took. You know what I'm saying? But life is all about moving forward. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it's just, I, I've i definitely taken my fair amount of L's in my life. So I, I, I get that. Lamont, shout out for you for joining us today. Um, thank you. Good luck with your future. Westchester Psychology. Um, keep singing. I think if you, it sounds like to me you really want to do the music thing. And I think you should tap tap into it. You know what I'm saying tap into it, see how you test the water, see how you feel about it, you know. Yeah, and sure. um, if you like the direction, it's going to keep going, you know. There's nothing, nothing wrong with doing two things at once, especially mm -hmm. if um, especially if it, especially if you like it. Mm -hmm. And the one thing, the one thing about us is success is not measured about how much money you make. It's about how happy you are in the situation that you're in. So, go pursue what you want to pursue. Um, I'm Zay. Cheers. Peace. And this has been Talking Spit. We out.